Good morning, Rabbi Say. End of another week. It's always every week I consider it to be a great accomplishment. Baruch Hashem, if we're able to persevere um, and move on. This is a especially exciting week. Many of you enjoyed incredible uh, ski trip yesterday. And Baruch Hashem, everybody's uh, well and everybody's okay. We're hearing good news about everybody. So um, appreciate you chipping in and uh, allowing us to do something as a group, which, again, in these times are very, very critical. Uh, the sense of achdus, the sense of connection is something that is always very important, but as we get closer to Purim Rabbi Sai, that kimu v'kibla Yehudim, this unity that Klai Yisrael had during this particular time was really the the impetus and the catalyst for us to re-accept the Torah. The uh, the Kish Echad Belev Echad, the way Klai Yisrael was at the time of Har Sinai, was to some degree uh, sort of re-experienced at the time of Purim. And when you think about it, maybe before we get to that in particular, when you think about this week's Parsha, when you think about the the uh, mitzvos of the uh, of building the Mishkan, making all the Kalim, there's really one fascinating pasuk, according to the Nefesh Chaim, the great Chaim Velazhin, who we know was a Talmud of the Vilna Gon and uh, really gave us so much insight into the Torah. And he says that there's a pasuk in this week's parsha, a very famous pasuk, maybe the most famous pasuk in this week's parsha. And he interprets it so beautifully and so powerfully and how relevant is this interpretation to us. It's really so amazing. And of course, the Torah begins with uh, telling people, telling Klai Yisrael they need to donate, they need to vikhli uh, truma, you need to make contributions to be able to build a mishkan. And the Torah says, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "V'asuli migdash v'shachanti b'solcha." V'asuli migdash, make for me a sanctuary v'shachanti b'solcha, and I will dwell within them. V'shechanti b'socham does not say v'shechanti b'socho. It says v'shechanti b'socham. And the Nefesh Shechayim says, and you know, and again, I was thinking about this pasuk. I was thinking about the message, and in a way, to the extent that the back in Bereshis, and we speak about this a lot because this is sort of the centerpiece of the concept of godless Adam, godless Adam, which was the sort of the feature of Sabbatka Musar, the greatness inherent within within each person. When we are taught in Parshas Bereshis that Hakadosh Baruch Hu blew into every single individual in this world, a, a literally a, a, a part of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Hakadosh Baruch Hu blew of himself into each person a ruach hayim, a, a, a little a living soul that is that emanates from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that sort of is the is the anchor of us understanding how special we are, that we are godly, we have godliness within us. It's right here, it's right there to tap into within our neshamos. Well, maybe on the next level, because that's really a universal concept. That was referring to Adam Rishon. That was referring to all people coming subsequent to Adam Rishon. But now we have Klai Yisrael. And here, in a sense, that, that message is revisited and reinforced by HaKadosh Baruch Hu telling us, I, I, I want a I base in Migdash. I want a Mishkan. I want to be able to have a place where Klai Yisrael can come and be inspired. I want to have a place where the Shechini can rest so that everyone could be so connected and see visually 
the incredible miracles that took place every single day in the Mishkan and every single day in the base of Migdash when it was holy and when it was pure the way it was originally. But it's not so much because I want the Shekhinah to be in the base of Migdash. Because Baruch is really not interested in having the Shekhinah in the base of Migdash for the sake of the Shekhinah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shechina is well taken care of. He doesn't need us for that. Yosuli Migdash for Shechanti Pesocham. Because Baruch is telling us, I want to build a Migdash so that I will be able to then communicate to you and dwell within you. And you will take the message of that base of Migdash. You'll take the message of that Mishkan. And you'll become inspired. You'll become connected. And, I, and the Shechina literally will be back within you where, you where it belongs in its highest level. Well, literally, our, our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is so palpable. It's so real. And anything that we do will be so connected to him. Because that's the real design of the world. The Yosuli Migdosh V'Shechati B'Socham. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants this intimacy with, with each and every member of Klai Yisrael. And it's amazing because he, he doesn't just talk to the, to the Kohanim, to the Tamir Chachamim, to, to the great Tzaddikim. No, no, no. This is something that we can't ignore. We can be just, you know, a regular, so to speak, you know, Joe Schmo out there. There's no such thing as a regular Joe Schmo Jew. There's no such thing. We can sort of say he's a regular Jew. Yeah, we said all the time. But you tap into a regular Jew, you find out a little bit beneath the surface there's no such thing. Because every Jew has such power. Every Jew has such incredible ability to, to make such a difference in this world. So, so the message of Yosul Midrash V'shechati B'socham, and again, before Purim, this is such a, an important time. Purim is such a time where literally we're at the, we're at the sort of that fork in the road. Because Purim could be a time which, is, which could be devastating, where a lot of people unfortunately go in the other direction. They lose their, the, the sight of what this is all about. It's about literally Yom Kippurim. Could you imagine Yom Kippur being called Yom Kippurim? Because because Purim, because um, Yom Kippur is a day like Purim. When you say something is like something else, that means that something else is even higher. So Yom Kippurim means that Purim is the ultimate, and Yom Kippur can can match that somehow. Why is is that amazing that Yom Kippurim? Because Yom Kippur we need to separate from all physical things to become in a holy state, to feel that we're connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu properly. But Purim does it in a more amazing way. Purim, if we handle Purim properly, if we do what we're supposed to be doing, and our fortune is Baruch Hashem, at least we can connect somehow. We don't have the classical Chagiga coming up next week, but we have Baruch Hashem. Each, each class has their own Chagiga. It's going to be very exciting, Baruch Hashem, every, at, the, at the different Rebbeim's homes. And that opportunity to connect, that opportunity to have that suda, to, to, hear, to hear the Megillah, to be involved with the mitzvahs, the suda, these are all opportunities to, to reflect how, how fortunate we are. Especially now when we, we so desperately need to connect that Kaddish Baruch, who need to, to sort of realize that Kaddish Baruch who's never left us. And how Purim is that ultimate message of even though there's Hester Panim, even though there might be a seemingly hidden face, and yes, this corona horror has been truly a time where we are all calling out for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And yet it might seem, of course, on the surface it seems, where's HaKadosh Baruch Hu? How he's let so many people pass away from, from Klai Yisrael. So much devastation, so much difficulty, so many challenges, but we know from Purim that he has been with us every step of the way. 
And, while, and within this corona, there's been so many miracles. Even within the tragedies and all the, and all the tsarists, been, at the same time, there have been incredible, incredible miracles as well. And Akash Baruch Hu certainly during Purim is, is, the, is, is the ultimate reminder that while it seems dark and it seems bleak, if Kaisal can get together, if Kaisal can t- to tap into the Osli Migdash because we know that even though we want a base of Migdash to achieve the ultimate, even without a base of Migdash, this Pasuk doesn't go away. Because there's such a thing called a Migdash Ma'at. There's such a thing called a base of Medrash. There's such a thing called a base Knesses. There's such a thing called Jews getting together and praying. And that opportunity of praying together, learning together, that recreates that Migdash to some degree. Where V'shechanti B'Sochon. Through the prayer and through the learning and through the Achtus, this Pasuk is alive every single day. Throughout this long and bitter Golas, HaKadosh Baruch Hu still has the ability to rest within us if we bring him in, if we allow him in. And that means being on fully mobilized. That means being fully sensitized to, to the opportunities. Rabbi say again, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's been a tough time. But slowly but surely as we see our way out of this, this horrible experience and this great, great challenge, we have to remember at the end of the day, it's not the vaccines, they're very nice, but Kosh Baruch Hu sent us the vaccines. He didn't, he didn't say, okay, I don't have to be around because you have a vaccine now. Kosh Baruch Hu gave us the vaccines. Whatever we have to help us with this crisis, he's given it to us. And the, and the minute a Jew starts getting lax about one's need to connect to Kosh Baruch Hu, and somehow sort of feels, oh, Baruch Hashem, it's, it's good already, okay. I can stop my tefillos, we got the vaccines all over the place, everything is good. Kashbar who always needs that philos and always wants that philos because we need to connect to him. We can never lose sight of Ein Od Milvado. There is no Yeshua. There is no source of any type of salvation. There is no source of any help other than our Kashbar Hu. The minute we forget that, we are moving into very dangerous ter- territory. Because when we know from the Bali Musa, when a Jew says, it's okay, things are good. I'll call you, God, when I need you. But right now, things are good, so I'll, I'll let you know. No, don't call me, I'll call you kind of thing. <laughs> we are in serious trouble. That's a recipe for total disaster, because there's no time that we don't need a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And any good that we have is from him. And therefore, it's, it's, again, Esther was very specific about her strategies and her reasons for having these suddhas with Ahasuerus or with Haman, according to the Gemara, many different reasons that are given. One of the reasons is that the Jewish people shouldn't think, eh, it's going to be fine, we got, we got Esther in the, in the White House there, we, we got our, our own little mole, you know, well, she's going she's gonna to just take care of us, she's not going to let anything happen to us, it's okay, we don't have to get overly uh, concerned, we don't have to turn Takarish Baruch Hu with days of fasting and feel and turn our, pour our hearts Takarish Baruch Hu, it's okay, it's going to be good. Esther didn't want that. Esther needed to remind Klai Yisrael, no, 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 don't rely on me. You think Esther's going to pull off this, this incredible victory for Klai Yisrael? This miracle of Purim? <laughs> no, there are vehicles. There's a Mordechai and there's an Esther. And there are, there are agents in the process. But this only happens when it's Einod Movado. This happens when we recognize that there is no other source. So while Baruch Hashem, things maybe sound like they're feeling, to, they're getting a little better, even though we see the Tsaris and we just, we just last night had a spade from a Shilin first, what an incredible person who was in our community for so many years, a Rebbe to so many, 
of the people in our community, and a rough to so many. And, and we just lost him just now. He was in Lakewood when he passed away, but we just lost him. So we're not, we're not over this. Many people very close to us just recently passed away. But if we begin to see a light at the end of the tunnel with this corona, we can't sort of just, ah, okay, now we can relax a little bit. It's the relaxing can never happen when it comes to our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When it comes to mobilizing our tefillos, when it comes to, to, to remembering that I have to make myself that migdash ma'at, I have to make myself that receptacle of Yosuli migdash v'shachanti b'socham. And I do it through learning, I do it through tefillah, and I do it through avodas Hashem and through ben Machaveri. And really all the themes of Purim allow us to achieve literally the holiest day of the year. Yom Kippurim, remember that, Rabbi Yisrael, Yom Kippurim. Yom Kippur is like Purim. Imagine, because, because when we can take the physical world and celebrate properly in a respectful and proper way and use whatever means are available during, during this incredibly joyous day to appreciate the Chazi Hashem, then it's the holiest day of the year. But if it's unfortunately reduced to, to other things, and Baruch Hashem, uh, I know you, you recognize what, what Purim is about, but how sad is that sometimes people don't, don't recognize and they use alcohol and use all other types of things to get themselves into a completely non-spiritual mindset. That's not what Purim is. So it was never designed that way. And even, even when you look at the Shulchan Aruch, and it's amazing how many people know this halach and Shulchan Aruch, you have to drink, you have to chayv, inish l'psume, that has meaning that does not mean you, you lose sight of your your mitzvahs, and that you lose sight of what this day is about. It, whatever that, that alcohol does, according to the Allah and Shulchan Aruch, it has to be used in a way where you're enhancing your spirituality. And of course, for us, it's really not relevant because we're, we're underage in Bechal, it's not Nagea to all of us. But Rabbi say it's such an important time. It's that sort of that transition time where, where Purim allows us to sort of re, re energize and refocus and not to lose sight of the fact that our tefillos are so critical. Our tefillos matter so much. And Esther wanted to remind us of that in, in, in the Purim story as well. Do not rely on me. Do not rely on Mordechai. Every Jew needs to feel we're all important. No matter how old we are. From the age that we are by mitzvah, we are we have that ability to make that difference. Our mitzvahs count. Our davening counts. And therefore, do not think that uh, yeah, the rabbis and the, the 50-year-olds and the 60-year-olds, they're the one. No, chas who was the Pirchei Kuna, was the youngsters of, of, of uh, the Kohanim and the youngsters in, in Klai Yisrael that Mordechai mobilized such feeling. They made the difference. But it's going to tell you an amazing story. A story I heard recently and one that's just been circulating just now because it just happened. And it's a COVID story. So it's literally very recent. And it just happened in Mexico City. And I want to share with you because it really, it's a little bit of a spooky story and one that, that makes everyone aware that we pray for somebody. We pray for Klai Yisrael. We pray for our families. We pray for people that, that we care. The power that that tefillah has when we stop and we sincerely turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it should not be seen as a small thing. That is literally the essence of the Shachati B'Socham. The recognition that feel is so critical in creating that unique relationship and that unique bond. That's the Migdash Ma'at that even in today's world we can achieve a Shachanti Besocham. And the story is about 
about a, a grandson of a rabbi in Mexico City. Again, I don't remember the names, but the names are right there. You can call this person in Mexico City right now, well, maybe not right now, but you can call him after Shabbos and, um, and uh, talk to him if you really want to, if you want to get into the details of the story. I'm going to give you the rough story, and then you can, if you want to do, explore the details, please uh, feel free to do so. But the son of a prominent rabbi in Mexico City gets a phone call. And the fellow gets on the phone. He says, yes. He says, you know, I'm Mr. So-and-so, and I'm making a Suda's Hadar. I'm making a special Suda, as many of us do. We shouldn't uh, be in tough situations, but very often, you know, miracles happen, and when Jews are in tough situations, they, Akash Baruch Hu is kind to them. He gets them out of them. And I want to make a Suda because I was very sick, I was deathly ill with COVID, and Baruch Hashem, I came out. So please come and join my Suda. <laughs> this, maybe this fellow in his 20s, maybe this grandson, didn't really know this person, and was found it strange to be invited to a Suda Sadov, a relative stranger, but listen, we're in the same community. I guess he wants to invite the whole community. So he's probably figuring, I'm going to show up, there are going to be hundreds of people there, because if he's inviting me, he's probably inviting everybody. Okay, so why, why not, you know, get a nice meal, it's a Suda Sadov, it's a beautiful thing, Kiddush Hashem, okay. He said, he, so I'll go. Shows up at the Suda Sadov, it's a relatively small group, it, not even 50 people, in fact, there were 18 people in the room. And he's sitting there and really bewildered, like, <laughs> I'm one of the 18 people in Mexico City to be invited to a Suda Sadov by, by this individual, this seems very strange. Uh, and he sort of starts talking to the fellow next to him. It's a beautiful spread. Looks very, very nice. But it's intimate. And he says, you know, hey, uh, do you know the person making this suda? Because I'm not, he said, no, I don't know. I don't know him well at all. He just called me, invited me to the suda, suda. So they're wondering. They're all wondering. And sort of there's a look of bewilderment on pretty much everybody's face in the room. A few minutes later, the person comes in. This incredible miracle, walking miracle, a person who was literally, and I heard, we've heard other stories where doctors gave people hours, literally hours to live. And Baruch Hashem, they're walking around healthy. Just incredible nisim that happened throughout this terrible COVID situation. This particular Jew comes into the room. Everybody's anxiously waiting to hear what he has to say. And he says, I want to thank you all for being here. I am so appreciative to be able to make this Surah Sadah. And I'm sure you're all wondering, why are you here? Because after all, there are only 18 people and we don't know each other that well. So, I'd like, so I want to explain to you why are you here? Why are you the 18 people that are invited to my Sudas Hadar to say thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for saving my life? I'll tell you what happened. I was deathly ill. I was on my, I was in the ICU. It was bleak. It was so bleak that basically Based on what I knew, I passed away. My neshama started going up, and I have this vivid memory of my neshama rising to Shemayim. And as my neshama is rising to Shemayim, I meet my mother, who passed away five years ago. And my mother says, no, 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 you don't, you don't belong up here. Go, go back down. He says, but ma, what do you mean? Go back down. I'm, I'm, I'm up. I'm coming up. I'm coming up. And his... His life was over. And his mother says, no, 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 look, look, look down, look down. He looks down. And this is all in this, this vision of this 
afterlife or out-of-body experience, call it whatever you want to call it. And he looks down, and he sees 18 people, different parts of Mexico City, all different places. He sees them all in one vision, because at this, at this point, you're looking down, and you see things in a very different light than the narrow perspective we have. And he sees 18 people with the sedurum open, saying, Shiram Alois, David, they were saying till him, and they had this person in mind. And he literally saw 18 disparate individuals saying till him at the same time. And his mother was saying, no, 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 go back down, go back down. Look at them, they're saying till him for you. And sure enough, when the Shema came back down, it entered my body. And I woke up. Doctors can't explain it, nobody can explain it. But I saw 18 people. And I remember all 18 of you. And you're the reason why I'm here. Because it was your Tillam. I know it like I know few things in the world, he said. I know you're, you're the reason. Your Tfilos, your Tillam, is the reason why I'm here. We've heard similar stories from other people along the way. People who are very, very sick, who Baruch Hashem come back and say it was the Tfilos. Remember our Rebbe Zatzal would say it all the time. He was a number of major battles in health that we were mispal, the whole yeshiva and all of Klaishva was mispal, and he would come back and he would say, it was absolutely the tefillos that brought me back. That's, that's who we are, and that's the power Kodesh Baruch Hu has given us. It's a power of tefillah that is so, so, it's limitless in terms of what, what it could accomplish. When said with heart, with said with sincerity, set together by other people in Klaishva, Rabbi say, that's what we need. We're longing for the end of the service. We're longing for the gula. We're longing for the time that we can really ultimately all dance together. It's going to come from our collective unity and from the recognition that we have to pray to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have to recognize that. Don't think for a second, I can't make that difference. We all have that power. So Bez Hashem, Let's take this story to heart. Let's recognize every single... You might be alone, saying, till him in your room, and you have this person in mind. You say his name. You say her name. We don't know the impact in Shemayim. There's a Shem through the Kayach of Tefillah, through the Kayach of recognizing the Osulim Migdash V'Shachanti B'Socham, through the power that Purim reminds us of the incredible power of Purim and the ability to connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Let's bless Hashem... Uh, Raise our game, so to speak. Let's raise our level. Let's raise our, our appreciation for tefillah, appreciation for avoras Hashem, and that's will go and that's chus be'ez Hashem be'zochah, to be a semeshach, may remain. Have a good Shabbos.